Hello, everyone, and welcome to Europeans at Heart, a podcast created and hosted by young European ambassadors in the European Union. Your hosts today are Vahe and Nadia, YEAs from the Czech Republic and France. We are here to introduce and discuss the first country of the Eastern Partnership in our podcast program, namely Georgia. We are excited to welcome our Georgian colleague and fellow YA, Eleni, who will tell us more about our country and the bustling arts scene. But before we begin, let's review a few facts about Georgia. The country is located in the Caucasus, at the crossroads between Europe and Asia, in between the Black and Caspian Seas. Georgia borders Russia to the north, Turkey to the southwest, Azerbaijan to the southeast, and Armenia to the south. Georgia is a member of the EU's Eastern Partnership, and its relations with the 27-member bloc are governed by an association agreement, which has been in force since 2016. In case you want to dig deeper into the beautiful history, culture and politics of Georgia, you can always write Sakhar Velo in the search bar. Otherwise, you might have a hard time finding information that is not related to the state of Georgia in the US. (laughs) That's so true, Nadia. And now, without further ado, let's welcome Eleni. Hi, Eleni. Hello. First of all, thank you very much. I'm more than happy to be here. I'm Elena Kobaidze. I'm 23 years old, young European ambassador from Georgia. I'm doing my master's in EU studies and hold a BA in social and political science, specialized in journalism and mass communications. I have participated in many EU-funded projects like Erasmus Plus programs and GCN provided by College of Europe in Natalin and in many YA activities. For the last year, I have have been working in Philip Morris International in customer care department and my priority is to be at a place where I can help my country to realize its potential in European family. Thank you Elene for such a beautiful introduction. Indeed, it's lovely to have you with us Elene. Our questions for you today will be structured in the following manner. First, we will discuss Georgia as a country in general, including some of its interesting characteristics. We will then move on to talk about the Georgian art scene, including music, architecture, and film. And finally, we would like to ask you some questions on a personal level related to your perceptions of European identity and the EU. Let's kick off with the first question. If you could describe people from your country, which adjective would you use and why? I think I would use temperamental because Georgians are very emotional and moody and love to express their feelings. Very intriguing. Tell me, Eleni, what's the traditional and unique holiday to Georgia? I think it's Bedoba. Bedoba in Georgian means a day of luck. It is New Year's second day, January 2nd, and is usually the continuation of the New Year's feast. According to the old traditions, what happens on Bedoba happens the whole next year. So a cheerful mood is advised. Everybody tries to do their best and live their life as cheerful as they can. That's a wonderful tradition for the start of the year. We've spoken of a unique holiday and holidays are usually a time for tasty food. What's your favorite Georgian dish? My favorite traditional dish is Gebjalia, a dish originally from the West Georgian region of Samegrelo, known to be a perfect starter. It consists of cheese rolls dipped in a mix of sour cream, milk and naduvi. Naduvi is a soft creamy cottage cheese and uh, those rolls are flavored with mint, salt and pepper float in a milky sauce. It's a truly an authentic product of local cuisine and it's super super tasty. 
sounds like I should try it. What are the characteristics you like the most about your country? I love that every person can find themselves, their community, because Georgia is very diverse. It's one of those countries where within a short span of time, you can swim in a Black Sea, go skiing in the Caucasus Mountains, and in between, enjoy bustling city life. Georgia can be very different depending on the region. Tbilisi is the modern part with the startups, clubs, and coffee shops. Batumi is a seaside. It is filled with the high glass buildings and the golden carousels. Then there are the Villages where inside spirit of families matter more than anything. Who knows something about Georgia has probably heard about the hospitality and the free attitude to life of the people. Getting invitations to have some food and wine are quite usual while meeting new people and the most certain way to have a taste of Georgian homemade wine. Those experiences sound incredible. What places then would you suggest us to go to on our first visit to Georgia? I think Georgia offers everything a traveler could want. Affordable prices, a welcoming culture, excellent transportation options, incredible mountains, seaside resorts, vibrant city life, and delicious food and drinks. There are so many destinations in Georgia to choose from. It depends what the person is looking for, actually. For the urban area, I would suggest Tbilisi and Tel Aviv. And for those who are more about connecting with the mountain in nature, I think Tusheti and Svaneti. Outdoor lovers will be amazed by the stunning landscapes of the mountains. And for those who love seaside, I think Shekvetili, Ureki, and the Batumi. Oh, really exciting! Now, moving away from the urban areas, what are your top three natural beauty spots or the most picturesque sites in Georgia and why? Probably I would suggest Tusheti Svaneti and Abu Dalauri Lakes. Tusheti is one of the most beautiful places on the planet Earth. While you are there, you can feel clouds under your feet. Svaneti is an ancient part of Georgia which is so remote that it had almost no influence from the attackers and conquerors. Even Georgian kings and queens really had a strong influence on Swani people. And last but not least, Abu Dalauri Lakes. Three colorful lakes in northern Georgia, blue, green and white. They are formed from snow, rain and mountain ice. These lakes are frozen almost half of the year. It is though hiking route that takes one, two days, but beauty of surrounding nature is worth every bit of it. Elena, they sound so picturesque. And speaking of picturesque, we can now move on to talk about the second major theme of today's podcast, namely Georgian art and its various influences. So I'm going to ask you, what has influenced the evolution of Georgian art and how is Georgian art perceived in the world? Georgian art has evolved over millennia and has grown along with the development of the country. The geographical location of Georgia being on the crossroads of Europe and Asia brought merchants and travelers of all kinds, which after defined the country's artistic and cultural heritage. Therefore, Georgian art has experienced influences of a variety of art styles, especially in the 19th century. Georgian culture is an exotic and mysterious. Elements of Anatolian, European, Persian, even Arabian and Far Eastern cultures have influenced Georgia's own ethnic identity, resulting in one of the most unique cultures in the whole world. Wow, so many influences. But thinking of it, 
it does make sense as Georgia is at the intersection of Europe and Asia. Going back to Georgia itself, to what extent would you say that art is an integral part of Georgian national identity and the everyday life in the modern day? Georgians are very artistic and emotional, so art is very organic expression of emotions and it's a part of our everyday life. In my bubble, for example, people are often visiting art exhibitions, festivals and events to see something new, but in Georgia those happen every week. Nowadays, I think contemporary artists prefer more creative locations rather than museum buildings, and art exhibitions are becoming more and more interesting and popular. It's so lovely to hear that young Georgians are very much in tune with artistic life. Let's talk about another facet of art, Georgian architecture. What architectural styles are specific or unique to Georgia? The country is exceptionally rich in architectural monuments, often known as a Georgian cross-dome style. The style of architecture developed in Georgia during the 9th century. Tbilisi is distinguished for the entrance halls of the residential buildings in its old town. All of the Tbilisi's vestibules are very, very different, and there are a lots of incredible old houses hidden in different districts of Tbilisi city that can be considered excellent uh, representation of the architectural heritage. Your descriptions appear to me to be interestingly both similar and different from the kind of architecture we have in Europe. But on a different note, let's discuss music now. Could you tell us about your favorite piece of music? My favorite piece of music is Muhambazi, uh, performed by Diello. It is from 1975. It's like fusion, psychedelic, urban folk. <laughs> uh, Diello was created in 1962. Uh, Muhambazi is the rarest example of such a direct and successful combinations of urban song and psychedelic music. A slow song with uh, hyponic uh, drums and the combination of the minimalist guitar and keyboard accompaniment. It's for sure my favorite piece of music from Georgia. I've added it to my playlist and will listen to it after our interview. To our lovely listeners who are with us today, you can find some of the links to the various pieces of information Elena has spoken of in the description bar. The final aspect of art though that we would be interested in hearing about is Georgian film. Could you tell us your top three Georgian movies? It is very, very hard for me to pick only three from all my favorite Georgian movies, but here they are. And the first one will be And Then We Danced. It's a Georgian-Swedish-French co-production. The film premiered at Cannes Film Festival. After international recognition, Levana Games film was nominated for an Oscar by Sweden. Dance is both a personal expression of freedom and oppressive enclosure in And Then We Danced. And as a statement, director reflects that the time-honored folkloric dance, the church, and the traditional polyphonic singing stand as the three most important pillars of Georgian national character. Throughout this movie, he explores the shades and 
cracks of this identity in very fascinating ways. And for sure, this movie is must watch. Second one would be Name. Director is Zaza Khalvashi. The film premiered in the main competition program of the Tokyo International Film Festival. The cameraman of Name is Georgi Shvelidze and he won the prize of the American Society of Cinematographers. Georgi Shvelidze was nominated in the Spotlight Award category. Uh, Zaza Khalvashi's film was nominated for an Oscar by Georgia in 2018 and this is the visually stunning drama and very very beautiful movie so it's worth to watch the third and last but not least uh, movie would be the other bank director is Georgi Ovashvili the film which has won more than 30 international awards is the director's debut. It is about the young refugee and his mother and how they arrived in Tbilisi from Abkhazia. And after arriving in the Georgia's capital, the young boy encounters difficulties with his mother and begins a lonely journey back to Abkhazia to find his father. So those are my top three favorite movies. <laughs> hope you will watch them and hope you will like them. As a cinephile, I'll make sure to watch them. Thank you very much for your recommendations, Elena. Moving on to our final section of this interview, let's discuss all things Europe. I would like to ask you, what is the first thing that comes to your mind when thinking about the EU? While thinking about the EU, first word that pops in my mind is opportunities. I had first had benefits from the EU and I'm really strong EU enthusiast and that is why when I think about EU, I think about opportunities. Speaking of opportunities, what is the best experience you would say you have had in EU-funded programs? I know you are involved in a whole variety of activities. Which one would you say has been your most memorable? My most memorable experience was my first Erasmus Plus experience. It was EVS in Bulgaria, Blagorgrad. The project topic was volunteering for strategic development. And everything first is the most memorable, right? So this was my first time alone traveling, first shared flat experience. And of course, my first being away for such a long time. But I met my friends for life and I'm so grateful for it. It appears that EU initiatives have benefited you personally quite a lot. What would you say are the next European steps for Georgia as a whole? EU integration is a strategic goal of Georgia for such a long time. So I would say EU integration. Indeed. And to conclude our episode, after all... As the name of our podcast series suggests, we stand by the nuanced motto of Europeans at heart at what it means for young people today. In this spirit, what does it mean for you, Elene, to be European at heart? For me, it means being diverse, accept different cultures, understanding importance of the values such as personal freedom, human dignity, solidarity, and the active civil society. That's very interesting. How about you, Vahe? What do you think when you hear the phrase Europeans at heart? I believe the phrase Europeans at heart signifies a deep sense of maturity and common identity and solidarity amongst young Europeans today. 
For a continent that was historically ravaged by war, power play, and multiple spheres of influence, the hard-fought peace, at least in the EU, and subscription to common democratic values and heritage have made us stronger together. Being European at heart means having a consolidated understanding of what it took for us to get to this point, particularly the sacrifices of previous generations, which have provided us with the opportunity to fly a common flag today. I agree, Vahe. Thank you so much, Elena, for joining us today. We had a great time interviewing you and learned so much about Georgia in general. Vahe and I hope to see you soon in Georgia on a visit. Thank you very much, and I am very, very happy to be here. Thank you, Nadia, and thank you, Vahe. It was our pleasure. Thank you, Elena. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us for today's episode of our podcast. Please subscribe and share with your European friends. I'm certain that you will continue in learning more about the Eastern Partnership countries on this journey with us. And join us for our next upcoming episode. And don't forget to follow us on our Instagram and Facebook pages, EU Neighbours East, or on Twitter at EU Neighbours. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.